Welcome to Embrace the Spiritual Podcast. Join friends Michelle and Dawn as they share tips on how you too can open your heart, raise your vibration, and reclaim your sovereignty. Hear what they have experienced and overcome in their spiritual journeys while navigating this expansive spiritual multiverse. Discover how they transform their soul lessons from ordinary into extraordinary. Follow, subscribe, and share. Embrace the spiritual on all podcast streaming services, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Go to EmbraceTheSpiritual.com for additional content and a list of upcoming episodes. To book an aura regression or raw Reiki session, contact Dawn on her website, alchemy-sacredsound.com, and Michelle on her website at energeticembrace.com. So in this episode, we are going to talk about conscious languaging. Sounds like a mouthful, but it is one of the most powerful things that we don't even think about is the words we say, how we say them, the intention behind them. It can be so powerful or detrimental to whatever you're looking to do in your life. Very true. A couple of years ago, I took a course all about having nonverbal communication with sentient beings. And this is where I learned the concept of conscious languaging. And if you think about learning something like that in a course about nonverbal communication, almost seems counterintuitive, but it really speaks to the fact that our thoughts are as powerful or even more impactful than the words that we say. This concept of conscious languaging, there is a book out there. I don't recall what the book title is. Maybe we could search for it. But really, the concept is conscious languaging is for the here and now. So it's all about what you're doing today. Our language shapes our reality. That's really what we're talking about. If what you're saying is shaping your reality, and think about that for a minute. Wow, am I really creating what I want because something in what I'm doing or saying or not saying is creating maybe a different current reality for you than what you want? That really says your subconscious is 100% literal. So what we're thinking is literally what we could be manifesting as well. Very true. So I know someone who has a lot of problems getting around and you know they say all these affirmations and all this stuff and but for all those affirmations that this person is saying it's not working because they don't believe it mm-hmm. so whatever they're verbally speaking they don't internally feel is really happening so because of this they're in this rock in this hard place of well, I really want to get better but I can't empower myself to do so but if I keep saying that it's going to happen, it might. So they're literally like that donkey with the carrot in front of it. That donkey is never going to be able to reach that carrot. And this person is never going to be able to fully heal because they can't put their conscious languaging and feel it in their heart, believe it, see it, and feel it. So when you do do conscious languaging, you have to feel it with every essence of every atom in your body. You have to see it. You have to believe it. You have to visualize it. It makes me think of there is literally a CIA document that talks about this, that we are the creators of our reality. 
I have not looked at it. I've heard presenters talk about it. The CIA, you know, they all the government knows what's really going on. And they don't want to tell us because if we started being the creators and the manifestors, they would not be able to control us. So when people have that limiting belief and the thoughts of it's never going to get better, it's never going to happen. Don't tell me that because I don't believe it. That's not the reality that I am living. That's not the reality I want to bring in. Yes, we are creator beings and I'm going to create the life that I want for myself, my children. And if you don't like it, I'm going to steamroll you over with my thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. With affirmations and these things that people think they're being all positive, I tend to find that they're using words like I want or I hope. Well, guess what that's doing? Those words are creating limitations because want is different than deserve, isn't it? I'm kind of putting a little bit of a judgment over whether I feel I deserve it or not, or I hope that something happens in my life. Well, hope is kind of like a fart in the wind. You're not really going to get anywhere with it. (laughs) You need to have better languaging that's going to really create the intent that you're looking for. Want and hope is you're just creating lack. Like, I hope to lose 10 pounds. Well, do you want to? Do you hope to? Or I am going to lose 10 pounds. And so by doing an I am, and I'm I'm not advocating for I am affirmations because I agree with Dawn that the I am statements I think are being overused and not used properly. So change the languaging to something that makes it a goal. Because if you have a goal, then you have something to work towards. So yes, we're talking about conscious languaging and creating and manifesting into the universe, but you still have to do your part and take actions towards it. The last episode, we were talking about eating with intention. Well, I know I have some weight that I would like to lose and that I'm going to lose, I have to make sure that I'm making the right choices and conscious languaging around that to make it happen. If you change the word, I want, maybe I want love. Lots of people out there looking, maybe they've been through a relationship that wasn't very fulfilling. I want love. I want someone to love me. I want love, whatever the statement might be. What if you change it to, I choose love? You are putting out to the universe that you are choosing love. That is a very action-oriented word. It's more specific and it will make it easier to manifest that in our life. And as Dawn said, doing it with intention and what your heart really desires. Don't do it because somebody else thinks you should do it. That's not conscious languaging. That's just somebody trying to control the situation. We don't consent to that. I don't want someone controlling my life. Anybody saying you should do that is terrible conscious languaging. Should is a word that needs to be removed. Pardon? I wish it didn't exist. Yeah, it's kind of a useless word. Yes. Kind of like hope. Should is a very controlling word. I can tell you my whole life, anytime somebody said, you should do this. It just got my back up. It made me defensive. And I didn't really understand why it was that way. Probably until, quite frankly, a few years ago, when you start learning about these different tools and being aware, I didn't want to be controlled. Well, who does want to be controlled? 
really, I don't think I know of anybody that wants to be controlled, but let's shift away from these kinds of situations and languaging to what we deserve, what we choose to do in our life and make it personal, make it first person. What do I want? What not what somebody else wants of me, but what do I really want? And a lot of people say should because they're trying to control you. They're trying to take away your free will. They might not consciously be doing it, but are they, is there something in them that is controlling them to say it so you give up a little bit of your free will? And when somebody says that to me, in my mind, immediately I say, I do not consent to that thinking at all because I'm in control of myself and there is no way I am giving away that control to anyone else. Mic drop. Love it because it's so true. Free will. You haven't listened to episode three, jump back and have a listen to it because it's creating that foundation and tool really to help step into that conscious languaging. Think about the thoughts you have, the things that you're saying to other people. And maybe you need to just say to yourself, I choose to remember conscious languaging and repeat it. I choose to remember conscious languaging. It's something you're going to have to practice. I know that I catch myself and a term that I learned at this course that I was at is the concept of cancel and clear. So let's say I've said something that I really didn't mean. I want to cancel that thought. And the reason you're canceling it is because you you don't want anything to manifest or happen as a result of you saying that. And the clear is you want to clear the energy of that thought or statement from the universe's energy. So a quick cancel clear, I find my husband's even saying it, and he'll say something and I kind of give, all I have to do is give him a look. Oh, cancel clear. No, I don't want that to happen. A good way to know if maybe you're saying something that a council clearer would be really effective with is if you were to paint the picture of what you just said, would you really want that picture to come true? That was the most impactful and powerful thing when I heard that analogy, because now when I think of something or go to say something, wow, is that really what I want to come true? If I saw that picture sitting in front of me, is that really what I want? cancel clear that I do not consent I do not want that and so that's a really good tool that you can do really quickly in your mind you don't have to say cancel clear out loud but say it in your mind say it with intention no I do not want that to come true and by the way just because you say something and then go just kidding is not a cancel clear you have said it and if you're joking you think you're joking about something you've still put it out there. So maybe your intent is that you're joking, but you've still put it out there. So be really mindful of leading something with, I'm joking, or I don't really mean, but then you say it anyways. Well, the just joking and I don't mean are meaningless. It's like should. It doesn't cancel anything. You're saying it because you want to get it off your mind. Really, you're putting something out in the universe. Like last episode, Dawn's analogy of that being a boomerang and coming back to you, that energy is going to boomerang and come back to you. So you're going to actually create the opposite of what you're looking for. Yes. And I know when we start talking, we do get caught up with what we're saying. And sometimes it's okay to like regroup and say, hey, what am I saying? Am I 
talking consciously or am I just letting my mouth run itself and I don't know what I'm saying? And I catch myself doing it sometimes or sometimes I'm channeling and I don't even know what I'm saying. So because my higher self is somebody wants to speak and they're like, I'm stepping in. You have no choice. Nice. Good luck with that. (laughs) (laughs) I won't know what I said. So I hope that it was articulate because when you are speaking through energy is speaking through you in a limited vocabulary, it is hard to pick and choose since light language speaks differently, is felt differently, and even sounds different. Absolutely. I think things that people come across every day, you're talking about money, sadly, losing weight is a big one as well. Saying something like, I can't afford, what are you saying to the universe? You're already putting out your lack or blocks of something. So When you find yourself saying that, cancel clear it right away and stop to think, okay, if this is coming up to my awareness, what do I need to address? So clearly I've got a block around something or maybe there's a pattern of limiting beliefs. It could be from a childhood event, could be past life things. Who knows? Maybe having an Akashic reading can help identify some of those things that could be past life. But when it comes up, It's coming up for a reason. So take that minute and stop and think, why is it coming up? It's a limiting belief. Something has come up that, you know, maybe you're scared of something and you need to address that. It's not just about what you're saying. It is about what you're saying ultimately, but why are you saying it? So it's a time for reflection as well. And how can you shift that? It's not just about changing the words, because if you don't put the intent behind what you want the new language to be, it's not going to have the same effect. And really check in to say, is that for my highest good? Is saying that helping me or hurting me? It's probably hurting you because it's coming from a lack. It's something that's coming up for you to heal. So take the opportunity. Look at it as a gift. Instead of judging yourself that, why am I still thinking about not affording things, think of it as a gift. Well, thank you for showing me that it's something that I will will work on and put actions towards working on it. Like to think of things as do I really want it? Or do I need it? Since we live in such a material world? Is it on my want list? Is this something that would make a great gift for myself or for my husband to be like, hey, honey, look at this. Right? Or do I need it? You know, because there's so many bubbles and pretty things that we've gotten over the years and clothes that I wanted it in the moment, but now it's my life has changed. I'm a different person. I'm not going to probably ever use it again. So just being conscious of how many times I'm going to use something or how does this relate to my life? Absolutely. Because you're right. When we want something, typically, It is filling a void of something we think is missing. And kind of like emotional eating that we were talking about last episode, where what is it filling in me? What do I feel is missing? That, you know, shopping for a lot of people is a comfort. Maybe it's because it's a chance to get out and see people. If you're staying at home as a parent or working, that maybe that's your chance for interaction. So that's great. But be mindful of, Are you buying that for a purpose? Because remember, when you bring it home, 
it's got to have a place to go. So if you haven't already cleared out space, I think we could do a whole episode on space clearing and feng shui and how that can impact your life. Not that either one of us are feng shui experts, but we know enough about the energy that things create. So everything you bring home is adding or taking away from the energy in your house. So think of it that way as well. Absolutely true. And as you're talking, it reminded me of double speak. A lot of times people who don't have the best intentions will double speak to you. And I'm going to try to explain it in the best way that I can, because you really have to listen with intent when they're talking to you. I went to lunch with a friend and right off from the bat, I know I am a creator in this universe and I can create whatever I want. And she was like, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. And I'm like thinking, watch me. (laughs) Challenge accepted. (laughs) Absolutely. Then I said something and then she goes to repeat the same exact story, not word for word, but using my concept. And I'm just like, so you pretty much what you're saying is that you agree with what I just said, even though you said, I can't do that. And I was just like, this is when I you know, realized that she's got entities in her and they're doing the talking and she's just letting them g- give her verbal diary <laughs> because I just sat there and I said, I don't consent to that thought. I don't consent to that thought. And it comes down to, then we got into politics, which I don't agree with a lot of things that are happening out there. And she was, you know, I happened to mention somebody and she's like, oh no, you're reading it all wrong. I can read energy. And I thought, oh, Really, can you? Because I can read energy too. And if you think that you are the sole reader of energy, you're so wrong because I'm reading your energy right now and yours feels like you are having a battle within you and you don't know who's winning. So then she goes on to tell me, you know, this person's a loving, kind, caring person. And I'm thinking this person is a slimy sleazeball. And I've looked into this person's eyes, and there is not happiness. There's not joy. He doesn't smile with happiness in his eyes. They're dark. They're draining. And I don't recommend like being in the same room with this person if you ever go to a political event. So, And I'm not talking about our president. So if everybody's like, oh my God, she's talking about I'm not. <laughs> Just get it out of your head. We're talking about something else in the political field because I don't look at just what's happening in the United States. I look everywhere because it is about, to me, energetically, it is about the global concept, not the, you know, where I live concept. Oh, for sure. I want to point out something that Dawn was saying when you're listening to other people speak and when you start becoming aware of your own conscious languaging, you pick it up pretty quick in other people and just know that whatever they are saying, it is about them. It has nothing to do with you. They are saying it from their own lack mentality because as soon as someone tells you you can or can't do something, in your mind, I do not consent, period. That is not mine. I do not accept that. It's likely coming from her own lack that I wish I could be. I wish I could do that too. So by her projecting, trying to project onto Dawn, and of course, Dawn's very sovereign. So that just bounced off of her protection, shielding like a ball off of a wall without even realizing in her own languaging, projecting something that is an opportunity for her to work on herself. She could have just as easily said, really, that is so cool. Would you be open to helping me be able to do that as well? Could have been a totally different conversation. So be 
aware of when that happens around you. You don't have to play a part in that story. That's their story. Create your own stories, create your own magic, and don't let anybody else's influence that because you're giving control to them ultimately by you accepting what they just said to you. You just instantly lowered your vibration and you're going to have to rebuild it as a result. So be really mindful of that and listen as much as you speak for conscious languaging. And this person, she does come off as kind and caring, but is there a internal motivation from those energies that she's fighting? She is a energy worker. She does heal healings, but I know she doesn't shield and she is opening up herself to misread situations. And when you do misread situations, you open up yourself to a whole gambit of entities that will take your kindness and take advantage of you, which then in turn, because that person's being nice, are they really being nice to be nice? Or is that entity trying to take advantage of you to slip in if you are shielding? And I know that this person does not shield, is not coming from a heart space. And I wish her the best of luck. I'm not trying to diss her, but I know because she was sort of a teacher to me that she will not listen. Very likely. And I'm just taking a stab at this is she is feeling uncomfortable with the changing of roles that you used to be your student And you don't have anything left to learn from her because you've surpassed any knowledge that she could give. So she's feeling within herself maybe an inadequacy. So that's really that opportunity for each of us. If we can step into our sovereignty and reclaim our power, that we all have a light and dark side. And all that's showing is that side of us that we could work on, didn't want to say should, that we could work on if we want to raise our vibration. Is it still a choice? You can choose to acknowledge it and work on it. But the sooner you work on it and heal it or transform it, whatever needs to be done, the sooner those things won't happen again. Because like any lessons in life, if you don't learn the lesson the first time, it'll present itself to you in a different way over and over and over again. And if you've watched the movie Groundhog Day, my husband loves the movie. It drives me just drives me wild because it gets so annoying. And for me, it's annoying because the repetitiveness is like, come on already, let's, let's get going. Let's move past this. Before my training, I was with this person and she did a class. There was a person whose entity actually reached out and I was not shielding at that time, but they, I know that they didn't, they sent out a feeler to test me and I felt it she had been on the edge of, is this person a good person or is this person a bad person? And I, you know, I told him like, you've got something in you. You need to work on your inner demons. It was, I didn't get that far into it. So my f- friend that I was talking about had a class and she invited us a whole, you know, a couple of people there. And there was this one gentleman who walked behind me. And I know that the entity tr- reached out and, tr- and touched my aura, which I did not consent to. I did, was not shielding at the time. This was probably about two years, maybe a year before I had my aura with Aurora. But I knew he had something in him. I was starting to wake up because I was doing my violet flame shielding. And I told him, like, you have something in you. You need to work on your demons. And I said, you know, to my friend, I think he is okay. But I just feel like there's that one hint of something that is off. And I just put it out into the universe. I'm like, you know what? Show me. Show me what is going on with him. Well, you can 
present yourself to a bunch of people how you want to. And it is part of this role that some people play. But during the shutdown and when you started opening up, this person ran into somebody and they were not nice. And it came back through my Chinese healer that I go to. And I said, are you talking about, and I said his name, and he's like, how did you know him? And I said, because I've been waiting to hear the truth about him for like a year. And I ended up telling my friend, but she was too entangled with him to see the truth. Spiritually, I feel that because I know the truth now that he is not coming from a loving place. He's not a good person. He is, I want to say, not a fame whore, but he wants notoriety. He wants to feed his ego. He is service to self while trying to be service to others. And in the long run, it's hurting a lot of people energetically. And I hope that it stops because we are you know, in this war right now of energy of the good versus the bad. And in the end, the good wins, but it's the play. And if you don't work, if you're not working on yourself, it would be, you can, you know, say set intentions to work on yourself, even when you're not thinking about it. But I hope that this person will take the effort and do something to help himself because when he helps himself, he is helping humanity in the long run. So I just have to put that out there to the universe. And I hope my friend takes note too. I know she'll never listen to this. I'm putting it out into the universe. People start working on yourselves. Start clearing yourself. You don't even need an aura. It does help clear a lot of things so quickly. And a lot of people who have had auras have been working on themselves and they've cleared the majority of it, but that's that dirty, nitty gritty stuff that you cannot ever find. Contracts that were made not in this lifetime. Right. that you will never know about. And I realized that there is a contract probably out there for somebody that I need to do some work on because they were adopted. Mm. It came to me and you can't clear that because it wasn't that person signing the dotted line. It was the person who was supposedly signed by the parent. And we're living in this energetic world. And if you are not in the highest vibration, these people can suck from you, even via language with the, you know, limited beliefs. And I don't want to be kept down anymore. I'm sure you don't too. No, and that's very true is, you know, we've been talking about conscious languaging from ourselves. But what are we listening to? Because those words that come from somebody else, if we're listening to some spiritual leader who's maybe popular, has a lot of followers, be mindful of what they're saying a lot of times these people are smooth talkers, tell you what you want to hear, but they're truly not there for your highest good. At the end of the day, we are our own healers. We're the ones that identify within us what needs to be worked on, not somebody else. When we're looking outside of us for those answers, that in itself is a reminder of what do we feel are, is missing within us that we're looking outside of us. and. I saw online a really good statement about really listening. And listening is as much as speaking as we know. But when we're listening to somebody, sometimes what we do is we are imagining what they're meaning. And you may be thinking, why is this so important? Well, what happens is when we imagine what somebody else is thinking versus what they physically said to us, we're playing a little bit of a what if game and we're creating a story. And because we're saying whatever is happening in your subconscious mind 
is 100% literal. It can manifest. We'll talk about manifesting another episode. But what's happening is when we create the story of what we think somebody else means when they're talking, what's happening with that story? You're actually putting those things out into the universe. And then we wonder why something's happened because we didn't cancel or clear that thought. We're guessing what somebody else means and we're playing that little bit of a what if game. Every time we do a what if game, what if this happened? What if he meant this? What if she did this and this happened? We're creating potential timelines that could take us off our organic path. I'm not saying we have to sit here and be silent and you know walk on eggshells, but just be aware of when you're listening to somebody, listening to a speaker, if you're creating these stories in your head, you could be inadvertently creating something within your environment that you did not intend. Whether you use the terminology, cancel, clear the thought, or delete, delete and clear, whatever language makes sense for you, use it with intention that, oh, I didn't really mean that. And I do not want that to be true. So when we create these stories that haven't happened, you could be putting that out there for it to happen in the future. And do you really want that painted picture in front of you in the future as a possibility? Well, likely not. So clear that out of your awareness, clear it out of the universe, out of the intention and out of any potentially false timelines. And then also made me think, what are you watching on TV? Mm. A lot of these comedy shows are hurtful. They're hateful. Why would you consent to watching them? Put, have one human being put down another human being because of how they look, how they dress, even their manners. I, it boggles my mind that people find this funny and they watch it like it's the best thing ever created. I've never understood how we got swept up in this. It's okay to hurt other people's feelings if it's on TV. It's okay to say harmful things and not think about the consequences of how the other person might feel, but it's written out. So the person that they're saying it to does not have feelings. And is that why we're trapped in this world where people think it's okay to say harmful, hateful things anytime they think that they have a right? What if we came to it as I noticed that you are not having a good day or that your physique has changed? Are you okay? What's going on? Can I help you? What if we came to that person with love in our heart and offered to help them? Would they be thankful? Would they be grateful? I would hope so. Just yep. take a moment. Yep. That's all that it takes. Absolutely. And what I was saying earlier is that when we do things under the disguise of comedy, oh, I'm just joking. Well, you've still said it and you've still created that intention of what you think. And like Dawn said, when we watch these comedians or spiritual people, whether it's, you know, like a video online, you are creating that contract with them. Like you're accepting what they're, you know, the saying, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Well, that's what you're doing. And you're creating an energetic cord to that person as well. And I think we could have a whole episode about energy cords and, and how they really get created. And I think that would be a really great one for us to do. So just be an observer of what is happening. Why is something being said, whether you're saying it or you're hearing it? And is this moving me towards the life I want to live or not? And that's all we ask you to do is question, question, and question. What we've been told 
may not be true. And what we may learn may not be true. But if you come from it with love in your heart, I've never known from coming with it from a loving perspective for it to be wrong. Emotional ties are made from a heart energy. I've met so many beautiful people. I've connected with so many beautiful people. And I hope that you can hear the love in our hearts that we have for all our listeners. We sure do. Be a champion in your own life and co-create what you really want and deserve in your life. And don't let anyone control what that outcome looks like for you. I was going to say that if you didn't say it, it's so perfect. Said, Create the beauty that you want, that you deserve, that is your birthright. We are here energetically. If you're full of love, the love that you have will be created for you. The joy, the laughter, the excitement, the good times. I mean, that's all you really need. Competing with the Joneses, I'm sure they're not happy, kind, caring, loving people. Absolutely. Be the painter of your own life. Paint the picture you want to live. Coming from your heart, you can't go wrong. Beautiful. I love it. Stay tuned for our next episode on forgiveness for yourself and others. Follow, subscribe, and share. Embrace the spiritual on all podcast streaming services, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Go to EmbraceTheSpiritual.com for additional content and a list of upcoming episodes. To book an aura regression or raw Reiki session, contact Dawn on her website, alchemy-sacredsound.com, and Michelle on her website at energeticembrace.com infinite love and gratitude. Thank you for joining us.